0: From the town with great the great of team. teams We the Pittsburgh Steelers We need to have it, not only a team Go out and get them
1: Steelers! Hey! Yes, hello and welcome to episode 55 of the UK Stealers podcast. You're joined by me, Simon Stanley, and the three co-hosts Rich Cetrone, Dave Hart and Gavin Marshall. And the Steelers moved to one and zero with a twenty-six to sixteen win over the New York Giants on Monday Night Football. Uh, a triumphant return to football, and we finally have something to talk about again um, after the off season. How are you doing, guys?
2: Pretty good. Although it feels like someone's flicked a switch on my life, and now everything's back to normal, and I'm completely naked. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, the Steelers won, so I'm in a good mood. Yeah,
3: I'm, I'm just amazed that Gav can fit that whole poker band
1: in his in his flat. That's amazing.
2: <laughs> Yeah, those guys need to clear out, actually, now. Get going.
1: <laughs> just mute your mic so we don't hear them just leaving through the garage. Um, so, I mean, this is an interesting game. There's a ton to get into, um, so I suppose we'd probably dive right into it. Um, we're going to talk about all aspects of it, but I think probably the best way to do this is kind of break it down uh, on the sides of the ball a little bit. Um, but before we do that, um, kind of just just very quickly, uh, you just overall thoughts and seeing some of these guys back again, obviously... Ben is the key one, right? We we've not seen him for a very long time, but um how did you feel when we saw the Steelers trot back out onto the field for the first time? I was excited. I mean it was it was
2: great. And in terms of Ben, I mean it felt like it felt like he, he sort of started a bit slow and then but the the thing that was worrying me was the just the, the touch passes. Did you did you feel the same with that? That the touch the short the short dump offs and the, the mm, kind of yeah. Short area accuracy was was not right, and it, it was I don't off think that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And you hope that's just early rust, you know. Um, and, and I think I think some of that. we well, we we'll get to that in a minute anyway, because that, that a lot of that's to do with the issues I, I have with the the offense in general. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, Rich, how are you doing? You okay? I'm great, great. Thanks. Thanks I, for asking. How was things uh, watching over there at a much more sociable time?
0: Oh, it was great. It was. Um... It was so nice to, to see football again and, uh, you know, just to, to know that for sure it looks like they're going to at least attempt to have a season. And so far, so good. But, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was a shaky start. We were like messaging back and forth for a little while during the game. So, it, it, yeah, it was a shaky start. It was I worried a little bit. But what was really nice was to see Ben shake off the rust because I felt like last year, that first game against the Patriots, he never did get into the groove, you know, and I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. you know, he's been saying, talking about this injury and he's been saying hey, it's been bothering him for years and that would make sense with what we saw yesterday because he shook off the rust pretty quick and his touch passes definitely weren't there but um, his mid-range and longer passes look pretty sharp.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He kind of got rolling after that clutch two-minute drive at the end of the first half, right, and then after that I mean, in terms of that, though, the play calling before that, we, I've got to mention this, was awful, right? Does anyone, does anyone want to defend the play calling in this game? Because it felt like, to me, until Ben was in charge in the huddle, um, we were going nowhere. It was just run, run, pass, as people on Twitter like to, to state. And I think the, the problem I have is that when you've got you know me and, and uh, Joe Blog Steelers fan on Twitter he's able to diagnose what the, the offensive play is going to be, that's probably a bit of a problem.
2: Yeah, well, it seemed like there was a lot of the, the kind of jet sweep counter. That seemed to set up every play in the first half. Hmm. And then it, and it wasn't working. It was getting blown up in the backfield and, and and maybe that's partly down to uh how good their interior defensive line was. I don't know, but that that wasn't working, but um it, it started to work when they, they went play side more with that and then that started to work and I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw some people. I, I, play calling is a, a, a strange thing, isn't it? And I think you can get too down on it. I, I thought it was better than some of the worst games last year, where it was really predictable. I did feel like there was things open and 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 stuff was you know stuff stuff was available. Maybe Ben wasn't. There was a couple of early sort of you know crosses over the middle that Ben didn't didn't hit and and stuff. So I, I think there there was you know chances being created.
3: I was wondering if whatever sort of apprentice or equipment manager who's supposed to print off the game plan had printed off one from last year. It was just—it felt like it was cut and pasted from last year. Sort of questioning what year, whether I was watching the right right feed or something. I mean, I think um, we all sort of said that we were sort of excited to see what these pre-snap motions and stuff that we're going to be seeing going on. And like I say, none of them really seemed to to work. But hey, it's, it's early days. It's early days, I suppose. Things might things might change yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it it respect. is. You can't take too much from week 1 right, but this is this is just one thing that worries me a little bit because you know, it, it last year it was easy to bury it all under the weight of the quarterback was injured, you know, it was easy to blame it all on Mason Rudolph or Doc or whoever the case may be, but I think I got some of the same frustration watching this offense at times earlier on in the game especially with Ben that I had last season and it was because it was the, it was the play calling, it wasn't it wasn't Ben, it wasn't Mason, it wasn't you know even james conner as frustrating as he was it was uh, it was the fact that i knew it was going to be a one yard run before <laughs> before they lined up for the play um and i think the well, giants it was, did it, too. Was,
3: it was night and day right as soon as ben sort of took took the helm it was it was all systems go everything sort of clicked into place
1: yeah yeah absolutely and and that got you know i think that got the receivers into the game as well because that was some of the problem last year as well is that you, they didn't spread the ball around enough the receivers weren't getting into a rhythm you saw that with some of the young guys, and I think you know they all kind of got a piece. There was no one that really broke out. I suppose Juju the most, so I think got six catches in this game and two touchdowns, obviously. But um, no, you know, nobody's kind of hogging the targets. You know, there's no number one receiver in the traditional sense of the word. Um, what lot, are you?
2: What? What? Are you, what would you have liked to see? I'm just interested because it does seem that people are more agitated about this than I am and I I just thought like it was kind of conservative but you know this this is a poor Giants team in in bad shape and and the the game plan was it seemed to be you know contain contain them on defense and then and then don't make too many mistakes on offense and that and that plan worked they won the game it was a solid win I thought um what 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 were you wanting more of
1: I think the problem is Gav that if you know, if it wasn't for a couple of turnovers on defense and uh, a two-minute drive that kind of got Ben some momentum, where he was in charge of the play calling, and you could tell the, the notable difference in the play calling when that when that you know came into effect, then this might have been a very different game. We could have been talking about a, a very close game or a loss even, because you know this game, while it doesn't look that close on paper, the turnovers are really the difference. You know, and if they had one quarterback that threw two, what, two interceptions and we had one that didn't, and that was ultimately the difference in this game. And I feel like that if we continued with that play call and didn't have those turnovers, we could have been in a battle here and who knows how that would have ended. That could have been a coin toss.
2: Yeah, but it's also the fact that they went into the hurry-up offense. So that that's when you exploit the, the weaknesses of, course, of your yeah. opponent. Yeah, so, no, of course. Yeah, it's, not, it's not just that Ben's like some offensive mastermind. It's, you, know, <laughs> you, you go into that, that no, hurry-up.
1: But what you saw there was... Most with. What you saw there was some more diverse play calling. I mean, every single time... In the first quarter, until until then, we were lining up. We were, we were going two runs or some kind of dodgy screen pass. And don't get me started on the fact that this team can't run screen passes for some reason. I, I have no idea why that is. Uh, every other team in the league seems able to do it. So why we can't complete like a, a two yard pass in the backfield? I don't know. But
2: but maybe that was maybe that hurry up drill was was so effective because they they'd set up the layups. You know, it's like we we're going to do this. We show this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And then you zig and or zag. In, in the hurry up and that's and you hit them you know with the with the knockout blow right before the half. I mean that that in itself is it's a, it's it's not individual it's not you know on a micro scale play call it it's macro play call it, you know it's it's planning ahead for the whole
1: game. I think that's that's a very charitable view of what okay. happened in this game. Personally, I get what you say. I don't think it's as clear cut as you know maybe everyone on Twitter would have you believe, and and maybe I got a little bit caught up in the moment as well. But but Gavin, I mean, come listen, you, you can't be having you know second and five and, and we we kind of sorry it wasn't uh, what was the one that I tweeted out it was like second and ten and we we just run it for one yard and then we'd left with a third and nine and we're doing that stuff all the time like there's there's no impulse to kind of go for a for a, a medium to to quick or a quick route or anything like that until third down when it, when it might be too late it's it's constant conservative play calling with a quarterback who doesn't suit it i don't think
2: yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm giving him a you know a total buy this week cause that well week that's one, fine. But Fitchner did it all offseason.
1: last season, so you know, yeah,
2: fair enough. But uh, you know, the, 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 the offense was different. I mean, the, yeah. like I say, the, the jet sweep thing, which it didn't work, but
1: it, it was different. I mean, it, you know,
0: Rich, what's your take on all the the offensive
1: play calling troubles at the start
0: of the game? You know, I think it's I think it's normal getting into the groove of the season, not having an exhibition season to work these things out. You're trying to new new things on offense. You're not sure what's going to work yet. And I think that really hurts just not not getting a chance to at least run a few series with your with your offense and, and work things out. I think that had something to do with it. I mean, it's the first game of the season, so I'm I'm, I'm inclined to agree with Gavin. I'm, I'm going to give him a pass on it and and. and pay attention to it closely though for the next few games um for sure but you know i it's just i've noticed something that ever since we've lost munchak it seems like our offensive line has progressively deteriorated and i know we had injuries DeCastro didn't play um and you know that's another thing i mean that's what was the one bright spot about last year's our offensive line stayed healthy but you know we got all these guys going out with injuries now but it's just it's it's a it's concerning to me that that we we don't seem to be able to open up those holes like i don't think one time we opened up a hole where you were like oh my god and a guy burst you know the back burst through it and 15 yards i don't know if that happened one time yesterday and i know they do have a good interior defensive line but it's just something i've noticed for the last last couple seasons so that's that's concerning to me we need to get that run game going and, and i don't know maybe that had something to do with the play calling as well they wanted to Make it a make it a a priority to try to get that run game going.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. The o line I think is one of the most concerning takeaways from this game because they just did not look. I mean, and we kind of warned about this right a couple episodes ago when we were talking about, or even maybe even last week when we were talking about the fact that you know the whole right side of this offensive line is is changed, and now we've got Zach Banner's gone down with a torn ACL, so he's going to be out for the season. We're going to have Chucks look, I suppose, kind of luckily step in, and they they were battling out for that that spot anyway, but but not just the quality now, but the depth is very thin, you know, we've got three guys on the practice squad, we've only got um, Hesse who can play centre, now that Wisnowski's gone down with a torn pec, so there's there's a serious lack of quality and depth on that line now, especially if uh, David DiCastro's out, so that's a major concern. Um, I wanted to ask you all though, in terms of, because we're talking about the running game, in terms of James Conner and then obviously Benny Snell stepped in and, and was kind mm. of the real star on offence in the second half, Snell was able to kind of, maybe he didn't have these holes, like you're saying, Rich, but he was able to find room to run and and sort of, you know, Benny Snell football, as Dave likes to say, powered his way through. Um, How how much do we put on James Conner and how much do we put on the offensive line? Because that was what kind of opened my eyes, and I tweeted this out, was the fact that maybe, you know, the fact that Benny Snell's able to make some room here and, and, you know, have a a decent game shows that this isn't all on the O-line. Maybe James Conner's got to take some of the bait.
0: Yeah, I, I think that Snell had that burst. He had that, you know, that 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 burst that you look for in the back. And and I've seen it in Connor in the past. But I think I I think I messaged you this during the game. Connor looks slow. Yep. You know, I don't know if he. They say he wasn't dealing with anything, but he looks slow to me. You know. So yeah, I mean, it, the offensive line didn't do him any favors really. But but like you said, Snell was able to find room to run. Yeah. And Con- yeah, Con- he was, was slow
3: and he looked, he looked hesitant as well. He do sort of seemed to hesitate. He didn't not, not even like a Lev Bell hesitate. He just sort of wasn't yeah. really sure what to do.
1: Yeah. He averaged one and a half yards uh, per carry. Snell nearly six. So you know, it was yeah. easy to quote that in it. But you could you could just see the difference between the two.
2: And the, and the bad thing going forward is that a lot of uh, Snell's success came running in behind Banner. I thought you know Banner was getting some serious mm. push, and he he was the best run blocker. Last night, or the other night, and um, and it's a shame we're not going to see Banner with De Castro. Yeah, because that would have been, you know, that could have they could have drawn up some, some classic, you know, what the old uh, Green Packers, Green Bay Packers play, you know, the way they create that 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 aisle going up the uh, lane going up there, and you could see that working with those two, but um, yeah, it's not going to happen. So we've got uh, uh, Gerald Hawkins come in, right? Um. You've seen that move. They picked him up,
1: oh. signed him
2: off the Texans. Oh, when's, they
1: did. When's that happened? Yeah, that,
2: that happened today. Oh. They brought him in, uh, picked him off of the Texans' practice squad. Obviously, with the Steelers, twenty. I think it was his 2016 draft pick, fourth round. Uh, played a couple snaps, a few snaps. 2017, never really progressed. It was injured quite a lot. Um, but the, the worrying thing is why you know why was he still on a practice squad? Mm. You know, and and the, the Texans have had been beat up on on their O line as well. So. I don't know. He's not the saviour, unfortunately. You know, it's good that he's familiar with the system, but um, it's going to be it's going to be interesting going forward with this beat-up line. We've we yet to find out how long Wisniewski is going to be out for. But yeah, it's it's concerning.
1: It, it's scary, because, especially in the run game. Yeah, we're we're going to we're, we're at risk now that if one more guy goes down, you're playing kind of musical chairs on on that line. Um, you've got Dotson is coming in for Wisnowski right at the minute obviously David DeCastro's due to come back but if one more guy goes down then then people going to have to start moving all over the place because you know one guy can't play one position you know it, it's going to be it's going to be a, r- a real nightmare in terms of depth so mm. um yeah, yeah. This concern, I thought I, I, I was going to ask is Philip had a Filer had a
2: great game now know he, yeah. he's really really strong on that line especially in pass protection Um I think he's got you know they uh, he's going to be a free agent isn't he? he's just like he's He's head and shoulders above the rest of the line, I thought. Hmm. So, yeah, as like, so simple as
1: possible.
2: Go on, Rich.
0: You mentioned Dotson. Did you guys see that, that one play he pulled and just blew that guy out of the way and snail and, you know, ran rough his back?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. That
0: yeah. was really that right. was nice. That was, a re- that was really nice. Yeah, that, that's quite exciting with Dotson. That's what we
1: were hoping for, right, when, he, when we first started seeing him because the guy looks like a beast, so... Um, yeah maybe maybe you know if you, everyone can stay healthy maybe there's a blessing in disguise that he gets some snaps there um, yeah it'd be
2: nice for him to be eased in rather than yeah, put into starting yeah. action
1: um, on the receiving front I would mention briefly I think this was a bit of a mixed bag um, Deontay Johnson we've got to mention had a had a rough night um, he kind of improved towards the end right side to get him in the groove and, and, and got him a few a few receptions but oh boy that that muff punt <laughs> First, first, did you need a, a
2: a portable EKG machine?
1: Yeah, yeah, I was I, I was losing it. I think Chloe could tell that that things weren't going to plan early in this game. <laughs> um, I think I mean not just not just that punt, but I think he looked uncomfortable handling punts all night. Um, I think that needs to be looked into this week in terms of what we what we're planning to do next week because you know my heart was in my mouth every time he he went near that ball when it was hanging in the air. Um, but once
3: it gets in your head, that's it. It's, it's yeah, hard maybe.
1: to shake it. So, but he he also had a few drops I, in the first half. I thought kind of a bit few miscues. Yeah, but he he got
2: he got high. It's it's yeah, yeah. again it's the open opening night. It's you know it's it's, it's uh, early early nerves. I think I think will get past that. I thought I thought he looked dangerous as a weapon. And going, you know second half. And Ben th- seemed to like going to him as well because you got to remember that Ben and him haven't really played that much together, right? And um, yeah, that's uh, true. You know, it looked like they started to develop Seems like Juju was like the red zone weapon and, and, and Deontay Johnson for everything else.
1: Well, Juju uh I, I kinda I like Juju in this game. I was watching him, especially on that touchdown where he was running to the left side, he had a nice little sort of crisp cut that totally threw off the defender and then he was wide open. Um I don't know, it's good to see Juju just back with Ben, right? And just Yeah. Able to have yep. this kind of impact again because people are so people are re- so ready to overlook Juju, right? Especially outside the Steelers, and even some people in the Steelers, Matt Madden being one of them. So I actually tweeted Matt Madden when Juju scored the first touchdown, said "You okay, hun?" Uh, I didn't get a response. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised I wasn't blocked. Actually, um, James Washington surprised me as well. I kind of thought this guy might be the odd man out um, as the season kind of started to approach, but. I mean, bro, that, that that power into the end zone, right? You got tackled sort of at the two-yard line, first made contact and then powered his way in. Um, Alex Cazorra put on Twitter that that was, James Washington grew up on a farm strong. Yeah, that's,
2: that was the type of yardage. Uh, I couldn't believe that ended in such a touchdown.
1: Yeah, yeah that, that, was, that was seriously impressive. And, and, you know, this dude isn't just a deep threat, right? Which some people have pegged him as. I think um, he showed that. And, and I thought he was better than DJ in this game, which is why I brought it up.
2: Better than DJ? I don't, know. I don't know about that, man. I know you're down on him, but...
1: I'm not down on him. I'm not down on him. I'm just saying, like, James Washington showed up, didn't make any mistakes, and was a bit of a beast. Deontay Johnson... Three, three targets for two receptions. You can't, you can't well, say... Well, no, but I'm just saying, you know, when he had the ball in his hands, he was uh, looking dynamic. Listen, nobody got major receptions, right? I mean, the, the most on the team was six, but... Um... Listen, all I'm saying is, listen, I know you want to forgive everyone, Gavin, like, you know, no one, no blame can go anywhere and everyone's amazing and, you know, we're going to go 16 and regardless hey, of hey, the mistakes hey, everyone hey, makes. Hey, hey,
2: hey, <laughs> <not going> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a critic when, you know, when, when criticism is due, I'm just saying, it's just, you know, it's, you know, it's not an easy game first, you know, overnight, you just, they got away, away with the, you know, with the win.
0: Well, right. I, sorry, Rich. Uh, No, that's okay. I was going to say fantasy football aside, um, I like it. I I like that Ben spread the ball around. We never saw this with with Antonio Brown, you know, and and I think it makes for more dangerous offense and a more dangerous quarterback, because who do you who do you put that 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 guy on to shadow? Like, who do you shadow in this offense? You know, Claypool got into it too and made a really great catch along the sidelines and a great throw too by Ben. I think it's a, I think it's a really good thing. If I, I wouldn't mind seeing this the whole year through, just spread that ball around and then you, you make, I mean, it's going to cause the fits for the defense.
2: Yeah. There's no one, who would you double team? There's no one to double team because you to um, leave someone else open. So yeah, exactly. You mentioned Claypool there. I mean, it, that was, that was great. That was, it's, it's great when you, when a player that's drafted turns up and, does exactly what they did <laughs> in college, right? Yep. And we 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 seen that we saw him do that, and we talked about that in in the kind of draft season. And there he did it straight away. We we're like, yeah, that, that's what he's here for. And he can develop. He can build upon that. You know, now that's on tape in the NFL. Everyone knows that he's gonna, he's that downfield threat. So now he can start to break inside and start to make some you know some red zone plays where he's tricking the corner outside. So that was that was exciting. What a play!
0: That that was Yeah. That that was a how about at the end of the game when he caught that first down and slid down before he got to the uh, yeah. sidelines? Like yes,
2: yeah, stayed in bounds.
0: That was smart. I, I really like seeing it. That's a smart dude right there. Because he, he possibly could have scored if he could have beat another guy. But he wasn't even thinking about it. He's like, we got the game. I'm going to play it safe. They can't pick up a fumble and run it back for a touchdown. I'm just going to slide down here.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Very promising. I mean, for a guy to be able to have like a, a Tony toe tap
1: on the sidelines like that and his first catch—have I mean, you ever seen a catch that good for a debut catch in the NFL? I, I don't know. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but that was unreal. I mean, when I saw that, I, I, I dismissed it immediately as you know he hadn't got his feet in bounds, but I just didn't expect that out of the rookie. But and yeah, like you say, that's a savvy move, and then the savvy move to stay in bounds at the end as well, Rich. It's very promising, very promising. Uh, and you saw how much it meant to him at the end of the game, right? When he slid down and got up. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I'm excited about him. Um, I was, yeah, I've been since we drafted him. I think he's a really exciting weapon. But I want to kind of see him more. It was funny, this game, right? Even though we were in the red zone, we we converted 75%. uh, The four times we went in the red zone, we got three touchdowns, which is interesting because last year we couldn't score for love nor money in in the end zone. We were the worst in the NFL at that. Um, But we didn't really get to see kind of those closer uh, passing situations. They were kind of all from sort of 10-yard plus, I think, weren't they? So they weren't they weren't really true. So I'm thinking more in the 10-yard, within the 10-yard line kind of, you know, passes yeah. to, to Claypool or Ebron or that kind of thing. We didn't really see that game situation come up, I don't think. So uh, I think that's maybe where he makes his meet this season. Um, speaking of Ebron, that was one of the disappointments to me. Obviously, we didn't really need him in the game, passing-wise, but he wasn't really a factor. Um, in yeah, the, the
2: whole, the, either, either tight end, really. No, no. no sort of that whole kind of tight end thing but maybe that I think maybe that was part of the game plan too perhaps in that this, this the uh, the Giants defence wasn't exploited in that way but yeah, yeah. I, I mean I was disappointed because I had Ebron in a fancy league yeah same didn't anything, so yeah.
1: I <laughs> my bold prediction was Ebron to score two touchdowns so <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I hope we do see more of it he tweeted out that he was uh, in the blocking seemed to want credit for that so <laughs> we'll yeah. give him that um, I don't think he's ever been expected to do that before. God bless him. Um, moving on to the any, anything else, sort of general points on the offense before we start talking about this this defense. Uh, I think no. we covered it pretty well. Mass silence. Okay, uh, defense. We got to start with the D line, right? Um, just looked well, not just the D line, I suppose, but the pass rush. Um, obviously, factoring in the the kind of the outside linebackers, purely looked elite. Just carried on right where they picked up. Uh, Bud Dupree especially deserves a shout out. Stud Dupree just on fire, um, looked dangerous every play. Uh, Danny, there wasn't a lot of sacks. There were three sacks in the game, so I mean, not not too few. But... Whoa, whoa, we've had an attack. <laughs> <laughs> is, Danny, is it, Danny is,
2: Dimes it, fighting back.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> you're <okay>, Rich. <laughs> yeah, that was. I don't know where that came from, but it's gone now. Hopefully, never come back. Again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah no, the D-line so, so yeah what, what do you think about this D-line the way they pick straight back up and uh, anyone you give a special shout out to on that oh man it was for me it was the way they killed the run
2: game I mean jeez they couldn't get they couldn't get a hand off I mean it was like they're just swarming it's just awesome I mean the front the whole front seven really was just amazing
1: it, it was so fun every time they handed the ball to Saquon Barkley to, to know that you know and Tyson Alulu right that dude was just swarming in the backfield i mean fair play to him for kind of jumping in and switching positions and i thought he had a great game um and and who saw two interceptions coming out of this group me
0: (laughs) (laughs) that would have been a great bold prediction rich i almost got it i said six sacks well i guess i wasn't actually six sacks and two turnovers and i got three sacks and two turnovers uh we're not giving you half a point for
2: that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I had the uh, the old forced fumble from well, two forced fumbles from TJ, and he
1: nearly got it. And I was like, "Oh yeah, there we go!" But yeah, yeah. close. <laughs> but a um, great awareness from TJ on the interception. We've seen that from him before. Um, I when when that ball was floated up in the air, and and uh, Cam Haywood was was positioned below it. It felt like it was in the air for ten minutes. Like I, I, was, I was so scared he was going to drop it. <laughs> um. Never caught, never caught a, a pass in the NFL before Cam Haywood, so that's his first. Um, I think that changed the complexion of the game, right, is it fair to say? I mean, the, the Giants had driven all the way down the field in a really frustrating drive uh, where we seem to be getting to them, but but they seem to be converting every third and fourth down. Um, yeah, that was a
2: really long one. So, I mean, what a time to make a goal yeah. line stand there. Yeah. I mean, that was...
1: That's awesome. what that's what I'm talking about about this game. It looks, you know, the scoreline looks one way, but I think if you know we hadn't got that interception there, we could be looking at a very different game because things were looking very close up until that point. Yeah, you know?
2: yeah, they just couldn't get anything going. I never, I never felt worried. Really, were you worried?
1: I was worried until we made that interception. Yeah, I was. The defense because because the, the defensive line looked amazing, but we were having issues in other areas. The offense didn't look on fire at that point. Um, and then the other point I want to get to is the secondary, which to me, I don't know about you guys. I know Gav's going to be awfully apologetic for them. Um, looked a little bit suspect.
2: They they had an average game. I'll give you that.
1: Um, I mean, I
2: think the the, the Nelson uh, P. I call was was nonsense.
1: Was, yeah, that was bullshit. yeah. Was that Nelson or Hayden? Sorry, it
2: was Hayden. It was Hayden. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Hayden? Yeah. The, yeah. That 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 was just. That was nonsense. horrible. Yeah.
1: And obviously that allowed their long touchdown to Slayton, but um, apparently Joe Hayden was at fault on that. I, have you? Been, I imagine Gav, you probably gone and looked at this, right? Which the the long touchdown after that um, PI call? Did you take a look at this?
2: I haven't had a chance to look back. No, okay, He just got back.
1: That's fine. I, 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 you're usually the guy who likes to diagnose, like who's at fault. I, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I
2: would, I would, I would have done. Yeah, I would have done normally, but with the late game and the fact yeah, the, the my life suddenly a whirlwind, I've not had a chance <laughs> to prepare like normal. So well, I apologise.
1: That no, it's fine. That that um, it looked to be Minka's fault, and people were on Minka immediately, which is why I bring it up. But 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 apparently, I, I was reading someone on Twitter today who was kind of explaining why it was it was Joe Hayden. But it all, you know, was was quite high level for for my poor. Uh, uninitiated brain in these matters. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I don't want to speculate on that. But 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 one way or another, it was a a, a blow and play. Uh, and I felt like they were able to convert on third down sometimes a little bit too easily, especially on that drive, that long drive. Uh, it felt the D line was getting all the pressure, and if that pressure wasn't there, I worried that we could have been chewed up on the back end because they weren't being challenged that often. And when they were, it wasn't it wasn't looking pretty. And this isn't, you know, this isn't the most talented team in the world. They're pretty deep at receiver, right? But
2: mm, yeah, it's true. I think, um, yeah, it, was, it wasn't Minka's best game. It, it put, I mean, Bush was was good and he was really good in coverage. But yeah, some, some I, he, he, I don't think he was as strong as some people thought his game was. I don't know. I thought, I thought he wasn't. He wasn't everywhere. Uh, but I thought Vince had a good game. Vince had a good game. Yeah. 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 Um, but Edmonds, he does, he does, he does show up everywhere tackling, but it does. I don't know. I still feel like he needs to kind of have a bit more impact. Yeah, he's know, he's getting think. a
1: lot of flack on online today. I think he's it's easy, right? Because like you say, he's the scapegoat of this defense, right? He's the one guy that you can't point to and say everyone loves him. So I don't know. It's he, tough, but he's
2: a good tackler. You need someone to do that kind of garbage yeah. man role, and that's what he does.
1: Yeah, I'm just not sold um, by his coverage ability, but.
2: Yeah. 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 Did I see, or did I did I dream it um, that Ola lined up at nose tackle? I'm I'm pretty sure I saw it. Oh, I don't
1: know. I
2: don't, I don't... Like, like an interior pass rush quite early on, because
1: he got he got a bit of he got a bit
2: of action out Ola.
1: Well, yeah, was good to I, I was going to say that right, Ola. Well, both of them, Ola and Highsmith. It was nice to see them, however briefly, in the game and, and make an impact. Plays. Ola got a, burst into the backfield and got a, a lovely tackle for a loss. Um, Highsmith was seen chasing Danny Dimes halfway down the New York Turnpike. <laughs> it's New Jersey Turnpike, in it. I fucked that up. Uh, <laughs> what, uh,
2: what what are we gonna say about Bud though? Because I mean. Is this is this real? Is this was this just a, a is this just a, a kind of effect of the the Giants O line being so bad?
0: Well, it's hard I was to judge.
3: I was going to say it was like we we were saying during the offseason there's a number of guys with something to prove, and I think more more than anyone, Bud's come out saying I'm I'm going to prove a point straight away. And to me, yes, I mean, I'm, I'm always banging the the Bud Dupree drum over here, but um. I think out of everyone, I think mean, there was the likes of Juju, who's so as we said earlier, he's sort of starting to prove his previous case. It's going to be a difficult come you know come the end of the season. It's going to be difficult to say who you know who sticks around, who doesn't, because after a performance like that, I mean, how, how can anyone not say that Bud deserves his his
2: place on the team going forward? Yeah, well, he definitely deserves his place. It's just it's just how does he get paid?
1: He's going to get paid, but just not by us because we don't have the money yeah. to do it. Yeah. Sadly. <laughs> the thing is as well, he's an I think a lot of these guys are unrestricted free agents, right? And at that point, everyone's making them an offer. It's not no. It's no longer just the Steelers making them an offer, and they can choose to accept or decline it. You know, now you got the Dolphins offering ten million more. So, you know, it, it's going to be tough. We're not going to be able to keep all these guys. I just hope we're able to keep some some of them. You know, like the juju's specifically. I want to keep. I just don't think Bud Dupree's realistic is the problem. I don't think it's, it's going to happen. I think we're probably helped by the fact James Connors looking like he's he's down the pan. I mean, at this at this
2: point, right now in the season, who would you rather have, Bud or Clowney?
1: Oh, Bud. Yeah. Bud. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And we right. about that. Although saying that, Clowney looked good for the Titans He did look
2: good. He looked good, but
1: so...
2: it just feels like Bud's on the old arrow up.
1: Yeah, you know? just a shame he got there so late after we drafted him so high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, them's the them's the apples. Um, what were the other bits of the the defense. Any other bits in the defense that you wanted to mention before? I thought we, Ingram didn't make a big impact. Having Ingram, who we thought might might have a big game, I thought you got to put some of that on on the linebackers, gap
2: Yeah, and and on uh, Edmonds as well. Yeah, he had a couple of plays with him there. Yeah, um, did you? Did you notice uh dirty Rob Spain's big tackle? That was good. I enjoyed that. Oh, which one's this? Uh just a just a decent tackle out, 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 out towards the sideline, but um he had, he had a few snaps there and it's just, you know, he's the depth guy there and but I've kind of had my eye on him because he's he's shown up on special teams as a kind of tough, you know, kind of run-stopping linebacker, but he made a sideline to sideline play and um yeah, I just feel like they they've got some trust in him. I I, I didn't notice UG3. I don't know did he he, Did he get not that He didn't
1: dress.
2: Yeah. he didn't dress, right? So there you go. So they dressed Bellingham ahead of UG three. Yeah. So that's that's interesting. W-
1: wonder if that there was some talk. Is like, it, is there any possibility this is an injury issue? I don't know, but possibly. You almost kind of hope so because that's not a good look for UG three if he's not getting the the nod. But mm. uh, I also saw the Leicester scene. Cam Sutton making some take a tasty tackle as well. He had a great game. Yeah. 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 yeah,
2: Swiss Army Man of the Steelers' defense.
1: Yeah, that's just, yeah, I, th- I think it's nice to just on this defense just to see some guys that we don't. You know, we're always talking about T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree and and Minka. We saw some guys today that you know were showing up that made me think, hey, the depth is great here across the board. So, yeah, overall, I'm high on the defense. Like I said, I just I just hope that the secondary can get back to where we were last year soon rather than later because you know that's where drives can be extended and and there's only so much the D line can do about it.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think it, com- it comes down to you know this defense basically the same as last year minus a couple of pieces. The offense, you know, Ben's been been missing, so you know it makes sense that the defense come back firing, you know, taking over games. The offense might take a little while, yeah. And but I, I'm still I'm still very high on this team.
3: Hmm. Uh, last... a, a little bit off a little bit yeah. off topic, but how did you guys feel about the commentary? There was some incorrect names, incorrect pronunciations.
2: <laughs> and sounds a bit uh, like this podcast
3: Oh, well, <laughs> at, at least at least we make the effort to research and and do our due due diligence um i mean it's got to be a tough job hasn't it come to you in when you got
1: yeah. thousands
3: of guys names to try and remember but there was some of them were yeah pretty you know way off and this just is sort of, uh, this is a um, new-
1: maybe
3: maybe it hangs on that uh, hangs on my ear a little bit more here in you know because we have our pronunciation checks on things
1: this is a oh, a new team for ESPN, right? So, I mean, I talk yeah. about giving people a pass. I mean, it's it's a, it's a tough asking it the first one. <laughs> Although it didn't blow me away, it wasn't like a you know a Tony Romo esque appearance or anything. It was very, whatever.
2: Hmm. Better so, than Buga, I have a
1: question,
2: of, I, I want yeah yeah, it was better. I, I've got to think. I want to ask Rich what what his uh, his confidence rating is at because you know how many you know, how many seasons you've been through and you've seen how many week one games. Where where are you with this team? Oh,
0: I, I feel good uh, I, overall i mean you know steelers have had, had many seasons where they notoriously were slow starters you know it just look like wow our team's not prepared and their team is you know and then we just pick it up and we come back and we have a super strong second half of the season um so i i like it i mean i You know, the Giants aren't the best team in the NFL, but I think their offensive line is is definitely improved. They look better than they were last year. That's why I thought we would get six sacks because they were so bad last year. And it looks like they did a little bit to improve that offensive line. So it was a decent test for our first for our first game. So I, I feel confident. I like it. I, I still feel good about us, our picks, uh, Gav, of, uh Steelers taking the Super Bowl this year.
2: Me too. I feel good about it. Uh, just Nothing to, to be ashamed of. I just
1: want to point out that, that this podcast being routinely mocked on certain Facebook pages as a result of that. Well, <laughs>
2: they'll, they'll be laughing on the other side of their face
1: um, when we're lifting one, 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 the lumber. Uh, one Galileo who, who, as many know, has been on this podcast uh, rather infamously uh, questioned how many people chose the Steelers to win the Super Bowl this show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, being the lone person that didn't pick them to make the game, as the cynic, the resident cynic of the group, <laughs> I felt a bit vindicated. But is that, is that the guy that's the Patriots fan? Yeah, yeah. Oh, ah, yeah. well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was piping up. Everything went his way this weekend. Um, Before we move on from this game, um, I want to just very quickly touch on special teams, you know, given that it's my my pet project. Um, Boz, I don't know what he was doing. I mean, you know, ultimately he he hit all of his field goals and two out of three of his extra points, but um, missed an extra point. I guess it's just, you know, rust, isn't it? Uh, but but the one thing I wanted to mention, he, he kicked a he kicked a kickoff out of bounds, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, I told you this I was like, does this? I thought this didn't even happen outside of Madden. I thought this was just something that happened when someone <laughs> like forgets to press the X button. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy, this field is so wide, dude. Like, I, I, don't, know, I, don't, I don't know. So that was yeah. A weird with the one.
2: missed PAT as well. It's yeah. That was odd.
1: Yeah, I saw I immediately know. someone um, on Twitter was questioning Colquitt. You know, maybe we have got a new punter, a new holder, and that's why I was like, "Oh, hold up a minute! Let's not put the blame on Colquitt's shoulders here." Only one dude missed the kick; it went up fine.
2: Um, How are we, Were you smiling at Colquitt like the the people buying stamps on that advert? are, are smiling? Was that what you were looking like with Colquitt? Uh,
1: you know, Colquitt. You know, he didn't blow me away. I thought he had a fine game, though. Right? This is what we wanted out of him. It was consistent. There was no issues. He had one nice punt that pinned him fairly deep. Uh, On the nine-yard line or so, I think, if I remember rightly, something like that. You know, he just looked fine, which is all I want. He didn't. didn't He was let down a little bit by the coverage, wasn't he? The coverage was a big issue, yeah. And I wanted to bring that up. The the coverage looked very, very suspect. That that was one of. It's a smaller issue than some of the other issues we spoke about, but um, that that to me looked awful, awful.
2: Yeah, I thought the punting was good. Um, I I, I thought I thought it was a clear upgrade over. Yeah. should not be named anymore
1: oh, don't say that in some circles the, the John Berry <laughs> truthers will be out in force again <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh dear uh, have we got to talk about Ray Ray yeah that was the last thing Ray Ray um, only had one shot at it right but returned it for 33 yards uh, could have got it felt like he could have took it to the house almost if he hadn't tripped
0: he had nothing but, but green ahead of him but exciting Did- exciting were you guys concerned that nobody touched him when he tripped and he got up and threw the ball behind him? <laughs> I, I, I thought he'd been touched, but... Really? I wasn't sure. I was like, oh, my God, that's a live ball. <laughs> yeah. he yeah, yeah, ran to New York and
1: it. dived on it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. What, what are you going to say
1: Yeah, there's definitely definitely potential there, right?
2: I yeah, mean, that, that That shows why he won that job.
1: He showed more juice mm-hmm. than any returner we've had yeah. in, a, in a while. Yeah. Um, so, so should would we do we look at moving the return? Does, does Ray Ray do punt returns? I assume.
2: I don't know. Do we would just ease him in on kicks with the fumble yeah, issues and see yeah, how it goes? Yeah,
1: well, we've got some fumble issues of our own right now. So. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. We'll give him another game, DJ. But I was not confident. It was the problem I had was that even after the muff, he looked iffy. Like he was diving into catches
0: and. Uh... Well, his concentration looked really poor to me and that's you know when you get to that level it's not like he doesn't have the talent or ability to catch a punt that's concentration yeah and, it, and there was one time i don't know if you guys noticed in the first half juju had to tell him to go in motion he was standing right next to juju and juju motion was hand hey go go in motion and then, and then he took off so i think he was i don't know i don't know if his head was completely in the game in the first half yesterday
2: mm. right that's a good observation didn't notice that
1: no i didn't yeah um, so, what I want each of us to do before we move on off onto the uh, kind of the intermission and in the Broncos preview uh, is just to we'll, we'll do this after every game. Is just to pick our kind of player of the game, if you will. Um, so, mm. I, I'll give you all a bit of time to think about this. Um, I've had a thought. I mean, about it's hard
2: about, not hard not to go for TJ. Really, I mean, oh, he's okay, the kind right, of it's it's it's, Brighton. is, is that. <laughs> is that is that boring I mean it seemed like he just took over the game Listen, in a lot if, you, of ways. if you want to
1: give it to TJ every week I'm not going to stop you that's fine
2: <laughs> I mean I think that's where I'm going to go with it but I can give you a more kind of hipster pick of like I could go Alu Alu maybe but um, I think TJ is the kind of obvious candidate I don't know
1: okay okay well I, I, yeah it doesn't necessarily I suppose uh, this is going to be another one of these things where I don't explain it properly and it? it's a bit of a nebulous concept that doesn't make any sense to anyone um, you know, it's up to you what you want to make out of it. If you want, to, if you want to make it the best player in the game, then that's fine. If you want to make it kind of a guy you want to highlight, that's fine. I, I was gonna, I was gonna give it to Stud Dupree actually, um, but I suppose both of those guys. I suppose TJ got the interception right as well, which was a great heads up play. But I thought both of those, those guys dominated from the edge, so that's much of the same point.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, I'd, i have said Bud as well. But with an honourable mention for for Benny Snell, just rescuing the running game that would that could have quite easily just fallen completely flat. He's um I don't know is it is it pure enthusiasm that drives him? I don't know. He he just seems to hit guys and
2: keep going. He just keeps the legs turning. He strikes uh, me as a player that likes volume, right? Um, he just you you put him in the game and he just wants touches. Well, certainly
3: yeah, I I think um that was his um. His big thing about college it's just he wants just give him the ball, and he'll he'll just keep going. He'll, 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 as long as you ask him to, he'll, he'll just keep keep going and keep going head head, you know, head first into a crowd. Yeah, and, so you know,
2: it comes out we, the other you know, side. Are we are we expecting? Is Connor down? It sounds like it, right? Spring ankle, one?
1: so he, the door's yeah, open yeah. for him to play, but we'll see. Uh, so I'd we, start Snell anyway. So
3: do we maybe see someone coming off um, practice squad to fill in the, the gap potentially?
2: Trey Edmonds. Who's mm. Mm. first off? Anyway, we're moving into Broncos before Rich has picked his player, player <laughs> of the game. So Sorry. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's re- reload the, the vinyl there, <laughs> Uh
0: I'm going to pick I, – I, like I like all your picks. They're great. But I'm going to go with Ben. I think mm. you know, having the year off, going out there his first game back, throwing three touchdowns, this season all revolves around him. If Ben doesn't play well, we don't win. It's as simple as that. And then sometimes when he does play well, you know, hopefully our defense will be – he doesn't play well, hopefully our defense will be there to pick him up and, you know, help the Steelers win. But in the end, you know, he's he's got to do it. If he doesn't do it, we don't have a chance. Yeah, that's fair.
2: I'll tell, I tell you, after a year of, of Mason slash Duck, you really appreciate the kind of swashbuckling nature of Ben, don't you? you kind of take it for granted in some ways. But just the fact that he's just prepared just to air it out and just not care and, you know, yeah. just try and, you know, maybe he'll like, you know, try and shake off a defender and, yeah, he'll get sacked, but he doesn't care. It's not like he's, it's going to affect him in the next play or, you know, it's just every, every, the next play is a, a new day. And that, that that, that that was refreshing to see it's, you know it's, we, we haven't got much long, long left of him and it's kind of it's sort of tempting to think oh yeah it would be great to see you know what happens next but no it's, uh, i want to see as much ben as possible for the Pretty next sure. couple of years
0: and i think i think this is this is the year uh, you know we have to do it this year i i just fear we're going to lose so much next year that we we won't be the same team you know i hope i'm wrong but this this might be our best shot that we have this yeah. season
1: uh, yeah, i
0: agree with you I
1: agree with you. Um, okay, let's move on to that game. We, we want to know, that's the, that's the upside. Um, before we get into the Broncos game, we'll take a a quick intermission just to shake off uh, all that game to all that serious analysis. You know, <laughs> just shake it <laughs> off. Um, I thought we could do the, the gauntlet picks in between, Gav, unless you got anything else you want to do, but I thought maybe we could do that now just as a, a bit of an intermission piece.
2: Ooh, okay. Um... How do you feel about that? All right, okay. Totally not ready, but... did,
1: how do we do last week? Do you know? Or are you also pulling that uh, up, haphazardly as well? I'm just... also
2: pulling that up and not ready at all. So, uh, well, know, I perhaps should have been more organised. I had
1: the I had the Ravens, so uh, I mean that was one of the easiest picks of the week, right? We should probably check in with the the other AFC North teams while we're here. Uh, the Ravens played the Browns, so that's easy. The Ravens dominated the Browns. Uh, I mean, boy, any thoughts on the Browns at this stage from anyone?
2: I mean, that's just so sorry, is it? I mean, it's just
1: geez, the, the Browns and the Jets. I mean, it's just like you know,
2: give these guys a chance. I,
1: mm-hmm. I don't even know how you fix the Browns. I just, every year, I think you know, I could talk the Browns out, right? And we had, uh, um, uh, uh, oh, the oh, names escape me. <laughs> uh, the clue, the the, the guess we had on the other week, who wanted to be the GM of the Browns? Um, oh, uh, yeah. I
0: can't
2: do the names. former scout whose name I cannot remember either. But the uh, the great uh, former scout. We're so awful. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. I know. Well, find the book, yeah, or
1: whatever whateverittakes.com. Anyway. takes. Um, well, he was going to dra- draft Tim Daniel T, Kelly. It, I'm not knew- <laughs> sure it was going to fix. Yeah, I'm not sure that would fix the Browns' problems. But anyway, let's move on. Uh, no, but I was saying, like, I, 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 thinking about, thinking of about what Daniel said. You know, I think you know. Just get into the Browns. We can sort this out. Just have some consistency, and then every year it's it's the same. I, I don't know how you sort it, but. I mean just the body language, right? I don't know if you watch any of this game, but Odell just looked done. I don't think he's a helpful presence for that team at all. Bacon yeah, looks awful. Yeah. So, have have so... they have they got rid of their kicker? I think so, yeah. What was his
3: name? Is he gone? He was like the, was he a fifth round pick, wasn't he, or something? They they drafted him.
1: I think Pretty was cool. it from the year before?
3: Yeah, previously. Yeah. Previous year. But yeah. Apparently picking up uh, Cody Parkey from what I saw on Twitter. I don't know how true it is.
1: Cody's Cody. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I did see a Browns fan tweet out. Oh, goody, it's time to cyber bully our kicker again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Ravens looked on fire, which I'm kind of upset about because I kind of had a sneaky suspicion they might regress a little bit. So I'm not coming out smelling like roses after this one, but... It is just the Browns, so we'll see. But Marquise Brown looks good. Mark Andrews looks great. Lamar Jackson looks as good as ever. So that that's concerning.
2: Sorry, I'm just looking at this. Man, so I'm the only person that got my gauntlet pick wrong. So, <laughs> uh... <laughs> I went with the
1: Colts, which I thought was a savvy pick because yeah. they're playing the uh, Jags,
2: and uh, that was that was not a good pick. If I remember was...
1: rightly, you said, I'm going to pick whoever the Jags play every week.
2: Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> I'm not sure that's happening this week. Mitch, you made uh, uh, Dave and Richie both picked, both picked the uh, the Bills, which was a uh, equally savvy pick over the Jets, who just imploded, and, and on Bell's down as well now. He's gone on IR, right? So, right. So, uh, yeah, poor Jets. But um yeah, and so you picked the Ravens obviously. So, okay. Uh yeah, you guys are all smarter than me and I had a terrible week in fantasy and I lost all money in gambling. So I was kinda I was kinda bit down on Sunday night actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's okay you can glow back this week. Who are you gonna take this week? <sighs> that's
2: a tough one. Yeah, you go first.
1: Oh, oh, throw me under the bus, why don't
2: you? Uh, as, well as as host and winner of, you know. Of this week,
1: winner so, of what? Lost. There's three of us that got it right. You, if anything, you're the loser, and the rest of us are just... All right, all
2: right. I'm the loser. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right, to go. Go first.
0: I'll go first. Go on, Richard. Okay. Go on, you go first. I'm going to take San Francisco.
2: Oh. Uh, against the Jets, I see your pattern emerging.
0: Yes, sir.
2: You're <laughs> <laughs> worried by their lack of wide receiver strength?
0: No, no. That defense is going to destroy them.
1: The Jets. Hmm. That's a good I was going to say that was a ballsy pick after they lost to the Cards, but then I realized they were playing the Jets, so maybe not so ballsy. Um, Dave, you got any thoughts?
3: Um, Going with uh, the Washington team over the Cards.
1: Now that's that's an onion hanger.
2: Yeah,
3: that is. I may may, may live to regret that one, but um, I don't know. I think cars are just a bit of a, might be a flash in the pan, maybe.
2: Well, that defence with Chase Young looked, looked pretty good, man.
1: Uh, I
3: don't know. I don't know, mm-hmm. I've just got a feeling. I'm going, going with my gut. Okay.
1: For once. So, Dave backs football team. <laughs> <laughs> Go team. Uh, Do you know what? going to be really boring, but I'm looking through the games. There's one other that I consider, but I kind of want to save the team. Uh, and I think after watching this week that the Niners aren't going to be anything up to what they were last year. So I'm going to ride it with Rich and, and take the Niners as well.
0: Okay. I, I do. I do. The thing that worries me about that is they're uh, they're traveling across country. Whenever teams travel travel across country, sometimes weird things happen. Mm. You know. But, but they just lost. They're going to be ticked off. So I, I think they'll be all right. Gav, it falls on you to claw
1: yeah. it back.
2: It does. I am. Um, I'm going to take the Packers.
1: Packers against the Lions. I need that, a win that, here. That was my other thought, but
2: yeah. Yeah, that's. I need a win, and I'm hoping that the Forty ers are going to are going to lose to the Jets in a massive upset, and I'll I'll, I'll claw some, some points back. <laughs> but the Packers will probably go down to Adrian Peterson led Lions, and I'll be. be really Where are they
0: playing Gab? Are they in Detroit or Green Bay? Yeah,
2: it's it's in Detroit. Ah, yeah, it's tough. They're, they it
0: they is. they have a tough time in Detroit.
2: Yeah, it could be a bad pick, but that's what I'm going for because I thought they, the, you know, A-Rod looks so good. But, uh, yeah, that's what I'm going with. Yeah. I'm stick with
1: it. yeah, he looked great, right? He's having that revenge yeah. tour, maybe that I, I suspected. But I, do you know, I gotta say, I don't, you know, I, I know I'm like known for blowing my own trumpet on this show, right? But um, a couple of things that I said would happen, I feel like, have, have come to pass in the first week so far. The Cards, who I was big on. With the nice upset over the Niners, who oh, I didn't think we were going to be as good this year. Aaron Rodgers' revenge tour.
2: This is the, uh, we need the uh, Simon's trumpet fanfare <laughs> sound drop.
1: I'm not saying that I'm an oracle. I'm not saying that I'm an oracle, but but what I'm saying is that I still can't win my, my accumulator bets. So... <laughs> Uh, okay, right, let's move on to the preview of the Broncos. Um, we don't need to spend forever on this. We're going to do one of these every week, right? With the Football comes as thick and fast now um, that we're into it. So every week we're going to have a game to preview and a game to review. But um, this Broncos team, I kind of want to start by asking you all, um, what worries you about this Broncos team? Um, what, what is one thing about this team that, that maybe you're a little bit concerned about going into this game? Should say that last night the Broncos, of course, um, lost to the Titans sixteen fourteen. Although the scoreline might have been a little bit generous, given that the Titans missed three easy kicks. Um, so going into this game, what's one thing that that concerns you guys? Um, I don't mind going first if. I'll go.
2: No, okay. I think the the fact that they they held uh, Henry to such a a, a low uh, yards per per carry and, and especially yards after contact, I think their, their run D was actually pretty good. Yeah. And, um, and this, this game could have been, could have been, you know, a blowout for the, the Titans, especially with the, the kicking that went down. Um, but they, they held them pretty well. So I think it could be a tough, a tough game for the, you know, as we've talked about, you know, this, this the Steelers run game hasn't quite got going and they've lost some, some pieces on the O-line that are helpful for the run game. So it, it could be a tricky one. So it could all come down, come down to Ben. So yeah that that that's my concern.
1: Yeah, that that's a very good point. I hadn't even really thought too much about that, but you're right. They they didn't let Henry similar to what I suppose we did to Saquon. They didn't let Henry uh, really let loose in that game, did they? So, yeah, that's a concern. I've got I've got the I've got the
2: stats here. So Henry Henry led the NFL with 4.2 yards after contact per rush attempt last year, and they held him the uh, the Broncos held him to 2 yards after contact. So, you know, they they they're they're swarming those runs.
1: Uh okay. Um uh Rich, have you got anything that you're
0: concerned about going into this game? Um just the to top off, off the top of my head, I'm going to say RO line concerns me, you know. Mm. Um I feel better that, you know, Miller's not going to be there. Of course I don't I, I'm not glad he got injured or anything. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. But um I feel a little better about that cuz you know they have, they still have Chubb on, on the other side. But um, they're not quite the same team with, uh, as far as their pass rush goes. But uh, still, our offensive line concerns me. You know, and and we got to keep the guys healthy that are that are in there now. I mean, this could get really ugly. You know, um, so I'm a little concerned about our other line performing. You know, up to par.
1: Yeah, yeah, it scares me. I mean, like you say, Von Miller's gone. I think this could have been a bit of a bloodbath if we got Von Miller on one side and and Chubb on the other. Uh, rushing, <laughs> rushing straight at Ben—that that would have scared me a lot. Um, as it stands, you know, I'm a little bit less worried now that Von's down. But like you say, we, we, who knows who's playing at right tackle? It's going to be Chucks, I suppose, right? But uh, are we yeah, confident I mean, there?
0: I mean, that's—we we might even see uh, uh, Filer go back to attack at mm. some—you know, depending on what we can do on the interior. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked to see that at all. Because he he did play he's a better he's better at guard I think I think that's really his natural position but he did pretty good job at tackle as well I guess I guess
2: it, with that it depends where you think the threat's coming from because he's he's probably your best pass protector right so it's where, wherever you want him outside or whether you want him in 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 this, in the middle so I mean I think if if you had Von Miller and Chubb you know both outside threats you probably would want him on the outside but. I don't know. Maybe you keep him on the inside. You let let a core for you know try and try and protect that right that right side. I don't know. It's tricky. That's
0: probably what they'll do.
2: Yeah.
0: Have you guys heard anything about uh, De Castro? Is he going to be okay for the game? I think I think they're waiting to see.
2: Right. I, th- I think he could go. It's not that he's ruled out yet. But
1: um, yeah. I
2: hope, well, I hope he. Yeah. He was week to What, week, what was have you, you heard so? You'd hope so, yeah.
1: but it's too early in the week yet to know, I suppose, isn't it? Um, we'll have to wait for the injury report but yeah you, you've got to hope that he's up you know just, just for, yeah. for, for Ben's sake because like you say I, I was worried on, on, on Monday night just watching Ben every time you just never knew because they were getting a lot of pressure the Giants right yeah it's going to be the same this week so yeah that's a, that's a very good point Rich um, the thing I had um, popped down was uh, the offensive weapons for the Broncos Um you know, Drew Locke, I kind of view... He's obviously not broke out yet. I kind of view him in a similar way to, to the way that I view Danny Dimes, kind of, but perhaps with a tendency to make less mistakes, um, at least from what we've seen so far. Um
2: I think he's he's better on the move. He's better yeah. like they roll him out more, don't they? Play action and then roll out and you know try and create space laterally like that, you know, on rolling rolling out drop back. So that, that that's a risk because that, that you know there's more there's more things they can do in that in that sense.
1: But I'm I'm a little bit more um, concerned by the, the the weapons that the Broncos have than, than than what the Giants had in terms of you know if you if you watch the game from from last night, I think Jerry Judy's looking pretty good. He had a couple of drops, but. It, he's getting open and I think if our secondary isn't, isn't up to scratch again that could be a bit of a concern especially if Colton Sutton's back Noah Fant looked like he was having a bit of a sophomore breakout yeah he looked dangerous do we, do we know if um,
2: Sutton's back or not yeah again what we don't
1: he's, he's also week to week I mean he was a game time decision so you've got to think they're going to be hoping he's, he's back
2: and Lin- Lindsay's out right am I right in saying that
1: he's got turf to it. Is, he, is he definitely out
2: yeah I'm not sure hmm. I thought he was But, I mean, Gordon's a threat as well. You've got to watch him because he's he's a decent... Although he had a bad, fairly bad uh, night catching the ball the other night, he's pretty good receiving back.
1: Mm. I was going to say, you know, the one area I'm not worried about anymore is the the run D. So I'm pretty sure we can swallow him up in the backfield. But, yeah, like you say, we we do seem susceptible to these screens and things like that. So, yeah, that's something to watch out for as well. Dave, anything else that's got you concerned?
3: I was going to go along a similar sort of line to what you just said, um... Sort of, um, I I don't know if you guys see as well. I see a bit of a little bit of Ben in in Drew Locke, sort of a but maybe that's as you say, maybe it's in the way they're using him, rolling him out a lot. Um, but he he seems to have quite a cool head and seems to improvise a little bit on the go. Um, but there's sort of his link between him and uh, it is Noah fan, isn't it? Yeah, 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 the big tight end. He's he's quick, I, I don't know what he. What sort of speed he's, he's looking at there, but he's he's fast for a big for a big guy. He's he's quick and he uh, he's got a safe pair of hands, so he's he's dangerous. I'm, I'm sort of, I'm, I mean, Howard D is probably the thing I'm least worried about, but we've got a bit of a a knack for not really covering tight ends or giving them respect they deserve. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's a bit of a concern in that respect. Um, but they they've you know. At the same time, they've got issues with with play calling. Like I suppose a bit like we do, they've sort of had some. Do you watch the their game? Yeah, yeah. Sort of right. It was it's um it's Fangio, isn't it? Fangio and, yeah. and Sherma. Um Just sort of weird. Like it was on on the goal. Line. I think they were like two yards out, and they'd go for a little shovel pass.
2: Yeah.
3: It just didn't really make much sense. think you just just run it. You know, but um, that, that's one of those 49. ones that
2: if it works out, you're a genius, and if it fails, you're an idiot.
1: We ran yeah. that play about four times last season. <laughs> it doesn't work. We
3: tried it, but no, this sort of there's sort of clock management issues and things. So it's I think uh, maybe in a similar similar boat to us a little bit. Sort of play calling's a bit of maybe an issue. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's, yeah but it's mostly yeah, as you say, it's most of the offensive weapons really to be to be worried about with them.
2: Couple, of, couple of ghosts on their team, i.e., they could come back to haunt us. Uh, Nick, Nick Vanette, and also uh, Deontay Spencer, who we need to watch out for in the return game. And if the coverage is anything like it was against the Giants, he could, he could potentially break one because he's he's pretty dangerous, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, mm. yeah. I, I noticed Vanette on uh, when I watched the game this morning. Um, interesting. That's kind of like the Josh Dobbs. You know, we're we're cheering about the Josh Dobbs trade. They're cheering about the Nick Vanette trade over there. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know they'd picked him back up, but yeah, they seem to like him. He's sort of integrated, even though he's probably the second tight end over there, right? Or um, yeah. Well, yeah. third,
2: because they've got Jake Bart as well.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was surprised to see him out there. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, how are you feeling on this game in terms of confidence? I, I, it's funny. Are, are you more or less confident about this game than you were about the Giants game?
2: I think it's a tougher game, but mm. it's, it's home, and I, th- I think if Sutton's Sar- out, I think it I think it's less of a challenge. But I'm I'm still going to pick the Steelers to win. I, I think it's going to be more and you you would it sounds like you were different but at no point really on Monday night was I ever concerned that this was ever going to be anything other than a sort of fairly comfortable Steelers win. This game slightly more up in the air but I'm still confident especially being in a home game.
1: Okay. Well, it's funny you say that. The line, for at least for what I could find this morning, it's pretty early, right? So they haven't sort of fully come out. But uh, the line was Steelers minus 6.5, which is a little bit rich for my blood.
2: Hmm.
1: Well, what do you hmm. think of that? I mean, I, I would personally bet for the Broncos to, to cover that.
2: I think it's going to be a low scorer.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Especially yeah. after what happened with the Titans. It seems like it's kind of, you know, a game of... Trying to who is gonna who is gonna flinch first and and their kicker flinched several times more than several times but um I mean you can't you can't expect that to happen again but I, I don't know it's a, it's a new coaching staff there isn't it and it just feels like they're not they're not going to be as a, a smoothly oiled machine like the Steelers will be and I think the the, the defense will be too much for you know fairly young QB yeah, especially if he cool. doesn't have his weapons.
1: If we can overwhelm uh, Drew locker I, I don't know. He just strikes me as a little bit more collected than Danny Dimes. I don't know. Um, I kind of like Drew locker I feel like people are maybe overlooking him a little bit. Yeah, but uh, time will tell. I, I, I'm, yeah. I don't know. I'm actually maybe a, I'm a little bit less confident in this game than I was in the Giants game. Partially because of what I've seen, and, and especially because of the concerns with the o line, as as has said. But I, I, I am going to take the Steelers to win it. I think we are the better team. Um, probably by a fairly wide margin. I just think it all needs to come together, and we can't have we can't have mistakes. We we can't be muffin punts and stuff. That that's the stuff where I'm worried about this game because I think the the, the gap isn't as wide as it was with the Giants in terms of uh, overall talent. Uh, Rich, what, how are you feeling?
0: uh yeah, I feel pretty good about it. I think um, um, I think we're uh, I think we're going to take care of these guys we're gonna take care of business at home i i don't i don't see it um as long as is as, you know as, as long as our line can can play decently well um i think we'll handle these guys um not really too concerned about too many weapons that they have lindsey's tough out of the backfield though he could give us problems catching passes out of the backfield but uh, I, th- I think we're gonna be okay okay
1: um, are, 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 did you guys come up with bold predictions for this game I didn't remind anyone to do, do it we, do, we, do we need a bold
2: prediction <laughs> Oh, uh, can, I, can, I, can I repeat rinse and repeat and say that uh, TJ Watt's going to get uh, two force <laughs> bumples and an interception
1: <laughs> can I say Eric Ebron's going to have two touchdowns Um no, I don't know if you can. Are we allowing that? Is is Gav allowed to repeat? Is, I think is... that's
2: basically going to be my position all year. Every year, yeah. Because eventually
1: yeah. you're
2: going to get it. I'm going to get it. Because <laughs> the, the way he's, come, he's attacking the football is awesome. So I, I'm, I'm going to put my foot down and say that's my prediction this week.
1: Okay. All right, fine. He's putting his foot down. We'll, we'll have to allow it. We don't have much of a choice. He's keeping track of it, so <laughs> you're in charge. Um. Do you know I? I'm kind of tempted to have like a a Benny Snell related prediction, but I don't know what's what's ballsy enough. Um, 150 <laughs> yards, two touchdowns. Is that ballsy?
2: That's very ballsy. Boy. In, in the in the touchdowns, oh. it is. Yeah.
1: Okay, done.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, Dave or Richard, one of you uh, come up with anything, or, or do you need me to? Uh,
0: what's the word? Oh, I got something. Um... <laughs> I'm gonna say um, Ben's gonna throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. I think we're gonna have trouble running the ball, and I think he's gonna have to. Uh, I think he's gonna have to put the team on his shoulders offensively, at least. So I say 300 yards, three touchdowns. Okay. Hmm. I'm tempted to go
3: with my cardboard cutout one again, but um, because I, <laughs> 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 I was so disappointed when I saw the crowd and there's just no. Well, they said the non existent crowd and there was no cardboard cutout. So there there goes my bet. Um hmm. I tend to go for a Benny Snell on myself, but like you say, it's sort of, how do you, you can't really have too much of a bold prediction with that. Um, I might sort of stay on the, the chase Claypool bandwagon.
0: And, um, hmm. don't forget Connor may still start this game. Mm. That's a yeah. Con, 100 yards, <laughs> two touchdowns. There you oh, go. I'm not, I'm not touching that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't want to borrow that one. Sorry, Rich. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, probably stay in the chase. Claypool bandwagon. Um, yeah, sorry. Two two touchdowns for Clay for for Chase. Oh, two. Okay. two two two. Well,
1: it's got to be ballsy, Gav. some of us actually play this game, in, you know, in its intended format.
2: There's boozy, and then there's mega boozy. <laughs> if you can't, you flaunt it.
1: <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> and on Christ. that image... Um, <laughs> uh, okay, right, so we'll, uh, that's on Sunday at 6pm, right? That's a regular... 1pm oh, over there. A regular time game.
2: Thank uh, God.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm watching all these games anyway, especially now that this... I mean, I couldn't watch that Titans-Broncos game, but... Uh, I'll watch all the rest of them for now until we start getting yeah, these I, matchups. That
2: I didn't need work and a, yeah. a 12 o'clock kick-off. I, yeah. did, I did the Jason trick of falling asleep beforehand and waking up. Shout out to Jason. It did work. It was kind of like I dreamt the whole game and I woke up for work this morning going, did I really watch that? What happened? <laughs> uh, it's all a bit weird. You're still dreaming. Saying, Wake oh, up. Are we predict-
0: Wake
2: up. Yeah, what's going on? The alarm's gone off. Um, uh, we, uh, Rich was probably closest with the score, by the way, because okay. Rich predicted... Twenty seven thirteen on the uh oh, on the dust game. Nice. Obviously the score was twenty six sixteen, so uh four points away. Yeah, not, not bad. Not bad at all. Uh do we want to go score with this one or yeah, should we sure. just
1: yeah, I mean stop, give stop. give Rich a little knot in the in the point bracket there, we'll revisit this. Yeah. Uh I think it's gonna be low scoring. I'm I'm gonna go seventeen to thirteen Steelers.
2: Oh, it's not too dissimilar to what I was going to do that's not fair I'm
1: pretty sure you bandwagoned me last or you said what I was going to say last week so, so
2: what did you say 17 to
1: 13 which 13. was that not like the score that the, the game was last night <laughs> the, the Titans game I don't know I was like, going to say
2: 17 to 14 that's too close oh, that I'm to do what you want to <laughs> 17 to point. <14. laughs>
3: I'm going uh, 14 9 Nine, wow. Just go goals.
1: Rich is going to go for the goose egg and then someone wins it in overtime.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going Steelers 30, Whoa. Broncos 16. Well, oh, he's got to go big because he's got the three TDs from Ben. Well, I mean, I six? have two
1: TDs from, <laughs> from Snell and I've gone with a low score. Uh, what was that, sorry, Rich? What was th- it? 30 16. What was it? 30,
0: 30 16. Okay.
1: Okay, so uh, Rich out on an island with a with a higher scoring game there. Uh, I hope you're right, Rich. I, I don't have the I don't have it in me after the last, this week with the first half nerves yeah. to do it again. Uh, okay, uh, 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 do, uh, Dave, do you want to do? Do you want to touch on a kebab, or, or do you want to leave the kebab? I'm going to leave it to you. Do
2: you want a touch a kebab. This is a question for you because you were talking well, about I'm, ordering. Yeah, I might have
1: a kebab ordered. I don't know. I'm going to go downstairs yeah. <laughs> and find out.
2: Dave, are we entering kebab corner or not? Yeah, let's let's take a short trip into it.
1: Four large donuts, Everything on them. Do you want onions on your set? I do.
2: Plenty onions.
3: This is news that has passed me by, but apparently there's a thing of sweet crisps, chip, potato chips for American contingent. What? What? what what's going on have we like <laughs> crossed over to another another realm are we in a different dimension right now sweet potato products uh,
1: hang on a minute can I, can I have some like example are we talking about like the honey barbecue ones or is there something I'm missing? i
3: am mean i mean watermelon
1: Watermelon.
3: salted caramel i don't know pecan but... pie what, what, it's,
1: it's, what chips um... are we talking what brand here
3: the one that comes in a tube, and once you pop them, you can't stop them. Ah,
1: okay, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do do that over
3: there. Oh, they, they've got all they've got all sorts of flavors, like even ones that aren't really flavors. I think like a sense of despair and things like that. They just they've got everything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, longing, melancholy. Yeah, <laughs> it,
3: it, it gets a bit ridiculous with those guys. But
1: <laughs> it, I, I don't know. I,
3: I don't. I don't want to even. Put this thing near my mouth. It, it, it's can we can we cut that off and use that as a sound me.
1: drop, please? <laughs>
3: <laughs> we got a new jingle. Um, <laughs> 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 but uh, but no, I, I know there's a whole sort of um, movement of weird flavors in in products like see, if it was chocolate a few years ago. You start getting weird stuff in chocolate, like salt. Uh, yeah, but you that, that was good. Store. That was a good development, wasn't it? That, yeah. was, that, was, that, was, that was entirely a positive thing. But this, this, this can't be real. I mean, my I, I first thought was it can't be real. But apparently, it came over from from Asia. I think the um, the Japanese are a bit big on their weird flavours yeah. and started King putting sweet flavors. things.
2: Our new yeah. best friends over here in the UK, apparently. Yeah. The new trade deal. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm
3: hoping we're not going to get like a massive influx of sweet crisps. It's it's going <laughs> to well,
1: be right. Can we get to the bottom of this, though, Dave? What what is the issue here with with this? Because I understand <laughs> that you might not want to eat them, but it feels like you have like some kind of vendetta against this idea.
3: Does does it feel right to you? Do, do you is this I... something that you guys would want to try? Would you want to eat yeah, these things?
1: Yeah, I mean, I had pizza Pringles over there. I I just think like I I quite like this whole idea of uh...
3: Pizza's savory.
1: Well, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm depends to... if you like Hawaii or chocolate not. and chilli was a thing remember that Cr- crisps
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh... Salt, salt vinegar peanuts that's the thing
1: I've been eating chilli peanuts during the game that's where it's at mm. but that's not sweet right, I, listen, I, first of all I want to try a watermelon prinkle that sounds great um, does, it, does it yeah that sounds awesome I think it would taste bad but I want to try it <laughs>
3: You've got you've got a, you've got a potato product, which is it, well, the potato like the uh, ideal medium, isn't it? You, you can put anything on like a potato.
1: <laughs> potato is the For ideal. Sure. Just got just got this vision of like Dave cutting into a potato and Netflix is like prongs up on the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> it just
3: it's it's a carrier of a flavour, isn't it? You put you put some on a potato, it's good. But I don't know, it, it, the book stops when it comes to
2: putting strawberry on it. Strawberry cream—that just sounds disgusting, man. I'm with you. I, I, I'm not a big fan of sweet stuff, so yeah, you, I'm on your team here. Yeah, neither am I. Had... I'm a savoury
1: guy, but I, I just like different flavour crisps. I find them interesting because I, I always found that America didn't really do other than Pringles. They don't really do flavours like we do. They've literally got like salted barbecue. Uh, and, and that's about all. They've they got, they
2: got like twenty-five, yeah, twenty-five aisles of Lay's. that, are yeah, all, that are they're all fairly, the same flavour. Fairly, yeah, fairly similar.
1: And then we got um, the cheese not, and onion, and we got the range.
2: We have like with <laughs> Worcester sauce crisps, yeah. and like uh, the, the tomato ones you can get as well. They ketchup crisps are,
1: g- are good, man. And prawn yeah,
2: cocktail, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. You're not finding like- any prawn cocktails over there, that's for sure. I was also
3: wondering, because like American sort of palates are obviously very different to ours. And is, is there a particular thing that you'd want? Brought over here because it's only I only think of it because I love grape flavored things, grape juice, grape. Mm. And I think it's a great thing, it doesn't exist over here.
1: Root beer, man, root beer.
2: We need that. Mm.
3: Uh,
1: Mountain Dew Baja <laughs> Blast.
3: <laughs> Come again.
1: <laughs>
2: Jack you, in the Box, Jack uh, in the Box burgers.
1: Oh, don't get me started on don't, food. Don't even get me to food because, you know eat out because cheese sauce needs to, but we're not doing it <laughs> it's too long of a topic rich what's your favorite chip
0: um i like kettle chips you guys have i can't oh, remember yeah yeah you guys yeah, you yeah, yeah, chips, we have yeah we have
2: yeah. those we have very good salt and vinegar ones that's a fancy yeah, boy chris my favorite yeah.
0: super crunchy
1: that's a very <laughs> that's a very fancy boy chris you think you're too good for lays?
0: <laughs> absolutely <laughs> <laughs> no Tostitos in
2: Paprika. this house. <laughs> paprika's making a strong second though for me that, that's...
1: oh paprika's those, a those,
2: uh, yep. yeah those what are they the max, the max ones oh, oh, yeah, they, they, they they've, are, been,
1: they've been an underrated like god tier Chris for a long time I'm glad you brought that up
2: yeah that's that's like um, a classic if you've uh, I don't know how to say it I'll just say it straight you've got the munchies and you, 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 <laughs> you, you, you're sort of stumbling around a, a, a local garage <laughs> Those ones, they're the ones.
1: We're not going to dive into how you arrived at said garage. <laughs> uh, Walking, <laughs> Stumble.
3: If anyone has tried these, sound, not more disgusting sounding crisps. These sweet ones, message in. I, I want to hear about how bad they really are.
1: Yeah, I'm still no one's eating
2: sto- no no one's eating strawberry flavored chips. No. Our
3: exists,
1: so, I want proof these exist, man. I don't. I've never seen this.
3: I mean, Gav sings the praises of salted caramel. Would you? Would you give salted caramel?
1: Salted caramel's a great. A blast.
2: On, on a on a,
3: on, a on
1: crisp, crisp on uh, a chip. I've not I mean, had it.
2: I've not had it on a, on a chip. I'm talking. I'm talking in a in a chocolate bar.
1: Have you been eating any of these? You know, Walkers have come out lately with some of the like the 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 brand crisps. Like um, they've got like a cheeseburger one for um, GBK, and they've got like a katsu curry one for Wagamamas, and uh, mm. Pizza Express one. They've got an Americano pizza flavour. You seen these
2: i haven't tried it
3: it well. all seems to be brands that are on their ass yeah i know just really struggling
1: <laughs> yeah welcome to british well, um yeah restaurants. yeah the frankie and benny's empty I, pockets <laughs> i tell you what though it, it made me think bombay mix this
2: this there's a little sweet element in there isn't there like is it the raisin or is something there's something a little sweet thing is it a little like i can't put a raisin in Bombay mix man. Is it no it's not a raisin. What is it? It's or or it's a kind of weird, weird sort of clover shaped stick. That thing. It's got kind of, there's a sweet something, right? Am I right? Or am I wrong? I don't
1: know. I don't do Bombay
2: I don't mix I, I couldn't tell you. No. That's I'm not nice sure. Up, but the they they're good. You have got the spice and and you've got the the sweetness and you've got the dust that gets everywhere. It's good. You
3: know I'm 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 loving those um like, deep, I don't know if they're deep fried, but, like, corn, nuts. Oh, yeah, they're good. They're good, man. With a bit of barbecue on them. Mm, that's, mm. That's,
2: the, that's the beer snack at the moment.
1: Yeah, I think I've had them. They're pretty good. I used to have them as, like, a healthy snack.
2: Who's, who, uh, which out of you still got the uh, the 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 snack helmet, the famous <laughs> snack helmet? Is that still, still, in, still in use?
1: Yeah, I saw a few comments about that the other day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mine's in my
3: garage gathering dust at the moment.
1: Oh, did you ever finish it? I know you were painting it.
3: Um it's it's sitting in there half finished. <laughs> <laughs> it was
2: half finished when you when we first talked about the snack helmets.
3: Yeah, it's oh, it's been man. forgotten about. And I, I, on the occasion, well, I have to go in my garage most days, I keep on my tools. But um yeah, I go in there, look at it and go, I'll finish you one day. It's uh, it's like on my list.
1: Similar thing similar right. sentiment to what you say to your wife.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're you you not you were a big promoter of the snack helmets, right
3: You
1: still um, uh Helmeting, uh, helming well, your snacks you know i would have i would have helmed this weekend but um i as as, as i've mentioned i uh, went to chloe's and did not funnily enough bring this giant that's snack just, helmet as one of them it's not a travel <laughs> helmet. i <laughs> could have worn it i suppose on the drive down the uh the m6 but no i, I don't know i, I uh I, I will use it i'm good because the thing is i actually use like a snap bowl i had my pring uh, my, not pringles um pretzels and my jerky and my nuts in it and so, yeah, we've got an
3: inside view into your setup.
1: On yeah, Twitter. I know. I need to start coming here every every week to watch football. Actually, it's much better in terms of rooming Did she did she did she lay that on for you, or was that no? She gave me her laptop as a fourth screen, but I, I set it all up. I say set it all I... by which I mean just turned on a three laptops and the TV. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: was, I, I did not enjoy the camera work. I mean, this is getting a bit maybe off off off. Uh... Show material. I did enjoy the, the the reveal of when you put up your feet in the uh, the recliner chair. That's good. Uh, good little camera work there. That was decent.
1: It was nice. Yeah, it was good because it because the games because I was watching on Sky. The games were like a little bit behind the uh, red zone, so I would see what happened on red zone. But sometimes I would catch the thing on the game before it went to red zone. So it just depended where my eyes were, you know. Cause I had, like like because I had two games on each screen as well. So I basically had like six. Games going on plus red zone. It, yeah, it, it was a sensory overload.
2: Yeah, you're doing the Scott Hansen there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah just needed to record Every me game. with my feet up on the recliner. Uh, yeah, I could have talked you through all the all the well, Sunday's games.
2: Maybe that, Maybe we'll move into that. Log in live to the Cy Winstanley uh, red zone channel.
1: I, I've got too weak a bladder. I, I couldn't do it.
2: That's a good point.
1: <laughs> right. Anyway, on that note, we've we've gone far enough off topic. I think. Uh, we my... <laughs> Thank you for that, Dave. Yeah. I've managed to centre your topic about sweet crisps around me again, because as we know, this podcast is it's just a about vanity you. project for me. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's what it's all about.
1: <laughs> You're just here to facilitate my uh, my ego.
2: Ego,
3: yeah.
1: Yeah, at this stage. Just
2: massage your, uh, yeah, polish up your ego. I think we're doing a good job.
1: Yeah. Thank you. I hope that comment about your wife wasn't too far, Dave. I just thought it just, the, the comedic no, no. timing was too good for me. I couldn't let it go.
3: <laughs> no, no, well, she she wasn't listening anyway, so I wouldn't <laughs> worry about it too much.
1: Yeah, no, I, would, I wanted to target that towards Gav because I'd have got told to off.
2: <laughs> no, no, the talk of nuts and helms was enough. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right. Anyway, thanks for sticking around for this utter nonsense. Um, follow the podcast at UK Steelers Pod. Follow me at. I si wrote this. Follow Dave at This Is Dave Hart, and follow Gav at GMBoomOp, all on Twitter, and follow Rich on Instagram at Stunt Underscore Batman for all these latest hectic ongoings. Um, we'll see you next week, hopefully at two and 0. Um, thanks for joining me, guys.
2: Oh yes. See you
1: later.
0: Bye bye. See ya. <laughs>